I'm John. And I'm Jason. And this is Digital Divination on the No Direction Network. for episode 92 we're creeping right. ever closer up to 100 we'll get there we're gonna get there yes it's so close it's so that means it's eight more episodes that's four more months oh that's like okay. january we should do a couple maybe we do maybe we speed up the speed up oh, the yeah. release so we get to 100 before the end of the year Oh, so we'll do a we'll do a special like Thanksgiving issue, and then maybe sure. a special Christmas holiday issue, and then maybe a special New Year's one. Well, then that that should be the hundredth one. It should be the New yeah. Year's one. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll figure try. it out. We'll we'll pretend. We'll pretend. <laughs> <laughs> or we just do episode. What would it be like ninety six or something or ninety seven yeah. on New Year's and pretend it's episode one hundred. Yeah, yeah. I think, actually, I think with one of our other podcasts, it, that 100, I, it might have been uh, Intrepid Heroes. I think 100 hit really close to the New Year's, and mm -hmm. so we were able to do that. So I don't remember. Um, so what's new? What's new with you, Jason? Hey, no, I mean, not a ton, but like, I'm very excited to have, uh, we recorded some stuff at work uh, just this past week. And it was, uh, the foundry modules for Pathfinder and Starfinder Society that were announced. Yeah. 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 Last yeah. Week, I think or when we were recording this last week, how they were saying we're recording some actual plays and I recorded those, uh, cause I ran both of them and nice. it was, you know, we recorded for like four or five hours, uh, on, on two, two separate days, uh, to get through all of the, get through a Pathfinder one and a Starfinder one. It was a lot of fun. And I, um, we did, um, I think I think it's been said which ones we're doing, but we did um, the first new of the new Pathfinder season, um, mm -hmm. unfettered exploration, and then we did the uh, the one where you meet the new first seeker candidates for Starfinder. So oh, nice, very nice. I had a lot of fun portraying the new those characters, and as I said in the uh, in the recording, for those of you who those characters are, for those four people who created those characters, I apologize if I portrayed them in any 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 unusual way. Um, I gave one of them a Southern accent, for instance, and it was just, <laughs> I, I couldn't help it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And so you recorded from home or did they bring it into? Yeah. No, I recorded here. We recorded all virtual through zoom and, uh, you, you know, obviously everyone, uh, you'll see a lot of good foundry maps and, and tokens and stuff like that. Uh, when, the, when the final thing has been sort of edited, um, and put up, so. Uh, those well, will be, an, I don't know when they're going to come out exactly, but they, right. they're being edited. Yeah. Well, I hope Paizo appreciates the awesome sound you're getting out of this mic then. Yeah. Oh my God. It was the funniest thing. Um, <laughs> it is great. Like we were doing, um, a little yeah. sound test sort of beforehand, like right before we we're going to record just to get mm -hmm. like a, um, a marker. Everyone was to, to clap and mm -hmm. I was the first to do it. And I did a clap, but they couldn't hear it. And I was like, whoa, this microphone's really good. I'm clapping right in the microphone. It's, this must be some sort of like super good podcasting mic. But it turns out I had we all had our Zoom noise filtering way up high. Oh, and for yeah. that like Zoom was just filtering out that clap, even though it was like <laughs> right at the microphone. Right, right. 
for everybody. And it was just, it was, it was pretty, it was like, I would turn it off and then turn it back on again. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. So that's it was pretty funny. funny. How are you doing? Well, uh, this past week was my first week back at school. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So I had to go back in the classroom and usually the first week is pretty good. Kind of get to know you and mm-hmm. lay out expectations and you start kind of rolling into things. The only yeah. downside is I have I have to go into work five days a week now, at least for a couple. You of weeks. You poor, then, poor man. I know. Then I'm going to start taking Fridays off again. So I'm going to okay, fair enough. To, but I, I, you know, I can't complain too much because I go in at I leave the house at ten, mm-hmm. and I teach a class one or two hours, and then mm-hmm. I come home. So it's oh, I, God, I avoid traffic good. both ways. Mm, and, very good. But the thing is, it's such a short time. It's like, oh man. It'd be so much easier just to teach from home, <laughs> you, you know, because yeah. it's like I'm spending as much time driving as I am teaching. <laughs> um, so and and everything, but it, it's kind of nice to get back to the students, see them in person. I got a I got a good group of students, and it's always great. That's always kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other interesting that happened thing that happened since last time is uh, we both got Starfield. Yeah. And um, I want to hear uh, your thoughts on that so far. How's it yeah, going? Yeah, I've been I've been playing it. I'm up to level 25 now. I can play it whenever every little chance I get, and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Look, and you know my my whole thing is like it is a Bethesda RPG. There's a certain sort of expectations going into it that I had that have been pretty much met. You know, like I played Skyrim and I played both Fallout Three and Fallout Four, and I know. Mm-hmm how they go right i mean you know you you kind of you find a person you get a quest you talk to them but you go to a place you talk to someone else you go to another place you talk to someone else and sometimes there's fighting in between um and so uh, uh i think it's really does that pretty well there's a lot of good story stuff i basically i recently kind of entered the sh- shadow run part of the game in a oh, lot of ways nice. yeah, um yeah. it's a lot of sneaking and, and computer yeah. hacking um uh but i don't have any points in stealth so i don't know why i basically joined the thieves guild for my for, it's it's a it's like a company and they're like oh yeah. you're our newest operative and i need you to we need you to plant this data on this other company to make sure the business deals go all wrong um or talk to people and i'm like i i, I made a scientist character right uh, i was like i'll put up stuff in scanning and and mm-hmm. botany and, and and zoology and stuff like that and but i end up trying to persuade people i end up trying to sneaking around and i found a really good shotgun um and so i started putting points in shotgun so i'm now a shotgun scientist and um <laughs> uh and it works out pretty well there's a there's a there's a mission and i won't spoil it but there's a definitely a mission that you should go on as early as you can because you get a really good ship and a really good shotgun and some good armor too um and it's been i've been using that for since then nice Wait. nice how's your computer handling it i'm playing it actually through my xbox oh that's right even though get- i really should have put it on my new computer because there's a lot of there's some text, right? There's some parts where you have to like look yeah. at numbers and 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 stuff. And I I sometimes I have to I get up and I stand a little closer to the television so I can read it a little better. So I really should have put it on the uh, on the computer, but I don't I don't know I just did. Well, I got it and I put it on my laptop, which is a couple mm-hmm. years old, and I realized that it is really the graphics card seems to work fine, but mm-hmm. the CPU on uh, oh. the PC version. Is I'm running at uh, like uh, ninety degrees, like even on yeah. minimum settings. Wow. So uh, it's I I need to tweak it some more. I, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I haven't had much time with school mm-hmm. starting and everything else to to sure, play sure. much. Um, yeah. 
but just to know that I can tweak it so it'll run fine. I just worry about wrecking my 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 laptop. I run right. You hot. only want to play it for like yeah. fifteen minutes at a time, and then let your laptop <laughs> yeah. cool off, and then come back to it. Yeah, and and there's some things I can do with it. You know, I the, the laptop isn't designed. It's a gaming laptop, but it's really mm-hmm. more of a. I use it more for editing and stuff like that, and sure. so it's yeah, yeah. it 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 has it. You know, two year old, uh, you know, video card and and CPU mm-hmm. and everything on it. Yeah. So it's a couple of generations old. Um, but I'm I'm liking it I, now. I can see the benefit of of using the Xbox in terms of controls, though, because yeah. yeah, you have to use uh, you know your WASD controls right. and a couple other things that I guess you would do buttons on the. I don't do much Xbox, so it's always tricky to play a game like a a game that is a shooter game. It has shooting in it, right? Like like, like this game does in a lot of first person shooters with a with the with a controller because it's. I, my aim is always off, but like when I'm playing with a mouse and keyboard, like you can aim spot on and get people right. like aim and shoot. And I know you're like two, two centimeters over here before I shoot the second time and, and actually take them out. But you know, so it, you know, yeah, but it's fine. Um, 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 I've gotten past the point where it feels like I'm, you know, I've gotten past that first level, uh, in an RPG point where you feel like I'm dying all the time, I'm spending all this healing just to like stay alive to get through. Oh my God, I run out of ammo. You know, I've gotten to the point where I've got plenty of money for stuff and and mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And the, the the for some reason these 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 kind of shadow running missions uh, are been pretty quick and pretty easy. And I get like three med packs and ten thousand credits every time I do one. It's like yeah yeah yeah, nice. give me that. This is going to help me when I do all this other uh, you know stuff. Um, so you have you played through the beginning of the game? Yeah, pretty much. I, I, yeah. Well, I don't know how far the beginning is. I've gone through. A couple different missions and got to the beginning. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was, I was when I was playing the beginning. I was thinking a lot about how, uh, how, how it could be like related to Starfinder and how why it was sort of like you're a miner and you find a, a an object and right. a thing and then that sort of sets off you know uh, uh, the whole plot. And I'm like, well, why haven't we ever done anything like that? Why, why didn't I ever do that in Starfinder AP? It's just finding a thing. And then it occurred to me that that's sort of how dead suns begins except that you're not at part of that right dead suns is oh. about a, a mining company who finds an asteroid that has a chunk of an old spaceship in it right right and then they bring it back but the pieces don't come in later but i thought that was because the uh, the you know the group you join that's sort of the main quest is very starfinder society uh right. except small right, right? it's right. called constellation they have a lodge uh, and they're just like a bunch of disparate people who have come together for this mission to, 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 without giving too much away, there's a bunch of like, sp- you know, space artifacts that you're finding. Um, and you, uh, get them and, and, uh, uh, you get a quest to find them and there's different ways. Oh, this person has it in their, you know, collection or this, where you got to go dig it up or whatever. Um, but like, yeah, that feels so much. So Starfinder society that like, in a lot of ways, this is a very kind of, besides the lack of big magic this is a kind of a you know kind of starfinder vibe to it some places and that i'm digging yeah i i i would agree on that it's kind of i i I like heavy science you know so i like the expanse and stuff like that and it really gives me kind of that those kind of feels and Mm -hmm. even like the armor and the weapons it all seems real real similar to that uh even actually you know looking at the the spaceship um piloting and stuff you know kind of how it looks 
mm-hmm. on screen mm-hmm. when you're doing it right. compared to Lots of you know gauges uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. I, I think that that's really cool. Uh, and one of the things I really enjoy about it, uh, and and I haven't gotten into it as much as as you have, and is the fact that your your ship and upgrading your ship just seems to be such a bigger part of what you're doing compared to like in Starfinder, where I always felt like that whole system was just kind of an add-on. Yeah. And when you update your ship, it's just like, oh yeah, you level up and it levels up. You know, there's no no real additional action needed by the players in order mm-hmm. to get that done. Right. It's funny because you say it's like a very big part, but once I have found this um did this mission i haven't really like i've had a good ship and it's been pretty good i haven't really needed to do anything at one point i bought like a electromagnetic weapon because they were like maybe you want to take this you know when you go out to fight this person maybe you want to like mess up their shields and just sort of board them and i was like oh let me do that and then i got wrecked um in the fight (laughs) (laughs) so i was like let me come back to this one maybe i'll put it in but i did like um there was a uh there's um I played with it a little bit, right? When I was trying mm-hmm. to like figure out, there was a mission where they were like, "Oh, take these uh con- take these random contracts," uh, and one of them was like carrying passengers from one place to another. And I didn't have any passenger bays on my on the current ship I had. So I was like, "How do I? Oh, I have to buy that module and fit it on the ship in such a way that it is aerodynamic enough, or not necessarily aerodynamic, but just sort of doesn't unbalance everything, and, and you know you right. can only put it on certain places." And I thought that was kind of neat. It was a little frustrating because I couldn't figure out how to do it with the ship that I had. So what I did was uh, just buy a whole other ship that had passenger capacity, did that mission, and then resold it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm trading ships left and right, you know, and it's um, that's a cool thing, too. You can have a, essentially like a fleet of different ships for different things right. if you really want right. to and just sort of switch out which one is your home ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I... I like that aspect of it. Actually, kind of the resource collection being a part of it. I mean, it's, so it's a combination of, you know, you have your own character development, and then mm-hmm. you have all the things that you can do with your armor yeah. and your weapons and other equipment in the ships yeah. that kind of add out uh, to and flesh out the story uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the that sort of uh, fly free or die cargo system slash build points kind of helps yeah. that feeling a little bit more where you can get a little something at a time instead of just like you level up and you you can basically maybe trade out your entire ship but it's just like oh you spend the build points to get uh you know you're getting you trade some cargo you get a bunch of build points as treasure or whatever and then you spend that on like that one oh we got to upgrade that engine just a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, so i think mm-hmm. that's if you wanted to like get that feel in starfinder you could definitely use that system to sort of like approximate it you know, and it and it gets a lot of things. Like you talk about resource collection, but this is more about like getting the right jobs. But it could be about like you could make you know the GM could make the adventure about like you go to this planet, you spend some time hunting for some resources, and then you can go sell them for build points or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or or even you could even tweak it to be like, oh, now you have a thing that you can turn into build points. Just you know, you like 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 crafting works in, in Starfinder just by taking some time. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, you know, I think that brings up one of the issues with Starfinder and uh, build points and credits, right? Yeah. So there's, you can't really convert them back right. and forth because the starships and their build points are worth so much. Right. I mean, that that's, yeah. if you captured an enemy starship and sold it, then it would completely unbalance the economy for the players because you yeah. just have so much money. There's, there could like you know that was sort of the 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 way that we did it so because that was kind of the easiest way to, to do it that you could yeah. 
not have that because you know just sort of thinking about like well if a light bulb costs one credit in starfinder sort of like the base or maybe even like five credits like how much does a shuttlecraft cost how much does an entire spaceship right. cost compared to and if you wanted that to be realistic like then it would go wonky like in starfield it's right. it's credits that you can do both right but like you, you'd only need to spend like maybe like twenty nine thousand credits to buy a new spaceship but you know not a great one but just one you can buy and then like but like a weapon a shotgun might be like a thousand credits which is a little you know doesn't quite like fully right. work great but like eh, you know it's close enough it's a video game so it, right and because it's a single player it's not, yeah you don't have an economy where you're trading with other players and yeah. other things like that so it's it's not gonna get super unbalanced yeah i was just actually thinking about you know vehicles in starfinder you know you can buy a vehicle for ten thousand for four you can buy a, a like a a hover bike you know for like two thousand mm -hmm. credits well and, and that's like immensely useful for doing all all kinds of things and then at the same time you know you could buy armor when you're level 10 and that's going to cost you like maybe seventy thousand credits right yeah you know it's just, just right well you, you know, know that that hover bike is, you know, a level two thing. So it's, yeah. it, you know, you're not, you know, you could use it when you're level 10, but it's going to like, if you go up against a level, another level 10 vehicle, it's just going to get blown up real super fast. So right, there's that, right, right, that right. system sort of does help balance, but it is a little weird to be like, I have a motorcycle and then I have a really nice suit of armor and that costs 10 times as yeah. much as my motorcycle. Right. Right. Oh, how I wish I could have a motorcycle in Starfield. <laughs> a hover. There's a, yeah. It's the one thing there's no ground vehicles in the game at all. And yeah. that's unfortunate. <laughs> well, I mean you could but you've got to see here's the thing. I you think. can mod it. Yeah, yeah. I have it on my my console. There's not a whole lot of modding oh, that's yeah, gonna yeah, happen, yeah. right? But you have Euros and you can always get some mods that put vehicles and stuff. It'd be nice. It's a it's a nice to have, but it's not a but you know. Yeah, yeah but they just didn't do it. So it's weird. Far where it's going to matter that much. So yeah, it's just it's just slightly annoying. It's like, you can do a lot of fast travel, but it's like when you know, like, yeah. oh, I just have to go over here, one, you know, nine hundred meters in this direction to find the point that I'm going to at where my spaceship has landed. Mm -hmm. It'd be nice mm -hmm. to sort of like tootle around because it'd be nice to tootle around because when you're uh, uh, doing like scans, because sometimes I just like right. I just want to just scan an entire planet just so I could get that percentage up to one hundred percent. Right? Yeah, you got to find. All the all the resources that are there and all the weird things, and then like find a plant. You got to scan X number of them to get the full s schema of it, and so you got to find them and walk around. And I was just, I think it, I'm like, I spent like one hour on a on a weekend just scanning an entire planet, um, because well, I was getting paid for it, <laughs> so it was worth <laughs> it was worth it. And then you, then you can zap the stuff and get the yeah get the uh, the resources out of it and use that to build stuff. And it's pretty interesting. I just haven't really gotten into all that the crafting and the spaceship right. building and the and the base building the outpost building there's something another thing that you can do oh that uh, i think that's gonna be which fun. is the whole thing yeah which will be fun when i get into it but you want you want i mean that's another way to get more resources and to right. build more things uh but you got to find a good planet to put it on and i just haven't done it yet because i've been just doing the story missions and doing some of the side right. missions and when i find something that seems fun i'll just sort of follow the trail as it goes, like, you know, oh, this botanist is having a trouble with this tree. Let me just do this every little bit of this quest uh, to and get a fun story. And uh, yeah, there's some like joining the factions, like Skyrim, like Fallout. You can just mm -hmm. go and join the factions. Uh, not necessarily if you're 
good at what they do, you know, military, you're a good shooter, or, you know, you sneaker, because um, they'll give you the missions that are fun. And then you know, there's definitely like a full, like, alien esque creature. Like, it's it's the death claws of Starfield. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm, and oh no, there's more of them. Like, oh no, it's right tough. And then, you know, the first one you find, you've got to do this. Like the way you do, the way you manage to take it down is very exciting. Um, you're turning on like defense systems in this base. Um, so I had a lot of fun with that. And I was like, oh yeah, let me follow this story a little bit longer until I maybe it outlevels me or something, and then I have to go back and do it to some other factions. Yeah, that's kind of neat. You know, a virtual open world like that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot different than like an adventure path, right? You can't really sure. have a yeah open world adventure i guess you could if it were ai generated and constantly updated based on what you did but i mean (laughs) yeah a little bit you could i mean like the one thing if you wanted it to be like completely open right the way that the way that we have you know horizons of the vast being sort of open world sort of but it is sort of segmented into chapters because we have the way that was published was by volumes right but if you were to publish take a big book and if we were to smush that all in one book, you could do it a little more um, open flow, like so that like, oh, here's the entirety. Over here is levels one to three, but over here is levels three to five. Right. But you list all of it out at once, and then if they happen to stumble over here, and you know they'll know as soon as they have a fight. You know, it's sort of you know, I think they sort of did that with Kingmaker too when they put that in the big book. Right, it was right, like, right, right. but here's the plot, the story to get to there. But if it's open, it's open. But you could do a full situation where, like, here's a place, uh, or like here's a here's a galaxy or whatever, and this planet is four level. You know, it's got level ten encounters on it, or maybe parts of it are level two, and some of it is level ten. You know, like you could do all that, and then it would be very much open world. But you know, I find it's it's nice to have like an idea of what you want to do next, right? And that would be hard to sort of say and. and it would be hard to have a full plot in that. And it'd be just like, if you wanted to publish a thing that had a bunch of little stories in it, yes, right? It just necessarily might not have an overarching plot because the players might not want to do it. And then you've printed all this overarching plot that doesn't matter, right? Right. Well, I mean, you could, so could you could do an open world, like you were talking about levels, you could have an open world and design it such that wherever the players went, you had scaling based on the level the players were. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's tricky to have those stat blocks, right? Because every stat block has to be it's a bespoke, you know, then a bespoke thing. And then you have to be like, well, if this is, you want this to be a level five counter, is that you just say have two level five guys? Or do you want to say like, oh, it's three level fours? You know what I mean? But here's yeah, the Yeah, so a lot more you know. stat blocks that you'd have to add on yeah, and do things which would be and change. A, an undertaking. Yeah, no. I, I'm just thinking like a homebrew. You know, I, I, oh, like sure. if you're doing a homebrew, you're oh, just sure. kind of like winging it, right? You're saying, yeah. okay, they're going to go over here. Well, let's see. I'll pull these guys. I'll do this. I'll do this. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Doing and uh, all the time. So you could just have a big, massive book of stat blocks and say, okay, if they go in this area at this level, go to these five pages. Right. And these are appropriate <laughs> stat blocks. I don't know. I'm just. It'd be a massive tome. If you wanted yeah. to print it, that's for sure. But if you want to sell it as a PDF, it might not be so bad. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. Um, I'm, I was thinking that uh, we're middle of September here. Mm-hmm. 
we should be seeing uh, when when does Starfinder Enhanced come out? That's got to be coming out soon too. It's like October or November. I know that I've looked at the PDF honestly, but I haven't seen oh, any physical copies yet. Well, yes, because I, I get was... access to it early. You know, well, I was um, you know I was ha- actually talking to somebody else at Paizo, and um, mm-hmm. they said that on the Pathfinder side, they very often give authors uh advanced copies especially if they're doing an author's blog or something yeah they might and uh, and they say oh that'd be really cool if they did on the starfinder side and so i asked about it hmm. um i don't i don't know i got a kind of weird response oh okay hmm. and um so i responded back based on what they said and then i still don't know hmm. <laughs> interesting yeah so maybe that- i'll ask it Everybody's busy a, with Starfinder, so it's, it's kind of hard. Yes, it's, you know. it's very busy. Um, a lot of stuff. It does remind me. I don't. I, hopefully, I didn't miss the deadline for the uh, Starfinder enhanced authors blog submissions. No, I I, you didn't, now. and that's what that's what brought it up. Fair actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, October fifth, October. Oh, 5th, okay. so. plenty of time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so it's like, uh, I'll just say it. So I was saying, you know. It sounds like from the thing, they kind of want us to talk a little bit about what we did. And I, mm-hmm. so I said, well, I don't know if what I did got in because I can't, <laughs> I don't get a copy of it. And I don't want to talk about it and get really excited about anything. So should I just talk very general about things? And I haven't heard back. So okay. I don't, yeah. And and so I got some time and I figure I'll. Yeah, there's I'll a little more time. Maybe, maybe, yeah, at the end of the month, there'll be a couple days where you can paw through yeah. the PDF. Because I've done three of these things already. And so I don't Mm. want to say that. I always try to say something different on each of them. Mm. And so in this one, I would like to say more about what I did. Because I did quite a bit in in Starfighter Enhanced. Um, But I don't know for sure. I would, you know, just how it goes. You don't know what gets changed, what gets cut, what what makes it. And and things like that. And I did a couple of things I thought were really, really cool. And I would like to... Not say mm-hmm. anything specific about them other than say, oh, I did these things that are really, really cool. Um, but I don't know. So I was, anyway, so I told the person I talked to, here's all the sections I did. Oh, <laughs> and, and they were going to check and see what got in. Um, and they get back to me, I guess. I don't really know. Who knows? Okay. Who well, knows? if they have time. I'll, we do. We got a couple of weeks. I'll circle back. Yeah, they have if they have time to, you know, because of yeah. all the other stuff that yeah. that's happening but i am getting excited for it because that was like oh a yeah long, it seems like a long time ago it was like last summer definitely i mean yeah. i know i wrote a thing yeah yeah oh i know i'm excited about the right thing i know the thing you wrote i'm yeah. excited about the thing so i hope it's okay <laughs> oh i think it's gonna be wonderful you never know you never know with these sorts of things to be perfectly honest because it's it's yeah i don't know it, uh, well, I worry about my things because I sure. don't think I, I think I had a couple of things that were pretty cool. And then a couple of things I don't know if they were cool enough and you know mm, yeah. those kind of things. Anyway, we're talking like really so vague terms. Vaguely. We might as well just be <laughs> Yeah. All right. Not saying actual words. Soon, soon. I soon, but soon sometime in October, maybe we'll see it. Yeah. I'll see it. You'll see it. Are you excited for it from what you've seen then? Oh, yeah. I've, I've okay. looked through it. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff in there. There's a lot of uh, really good looking art for sure. Nice. Um, you know, very excited. Very excited. Yeah. So that'll be it. 
that'll be exciting. Um, and it'll help tide us over, you know, until oh, yeah. uh, Mechageddon comes out. I think that's mm-hmm. probably the next big thing. Uh, if, I mean, the Scoured Stars, too, will Oh, yeah, you know, will well, because first. I played through all that. Uh, that's I, true. I'm, You're not as excited I don't consider it as much. Perhaps. I mean, I'll, I'll get, I like how it's all bound. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be neat. And I might actually run that because, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like um, Ron and Steph and a bunch of them, yeah. they don't do organized play. Right, and so yeah. they haven't played through any of that. And so I I might actually do that for them. And if for okay. you, too, if, if yeah. you're interested. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Once we, um, once we well, finish the other one. Well, I know if we ever get that done. Um, yeah. No, but we're wrapping up uh, a couple other things that we're doing on like uh, Mondays and Wednesdays, things are wrapping up. And then this oh, okay. thing we're doing on Tuesdays, eventually that'll wrap up. Sure. Yeah. So maybe one of those days um, we can, but the Monday and Wednesdays we do in person though. So I don't know if you're mm. keen on that. I'm still, yeah, I'm that still yet. not sure. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. All of that. Not that I don't, you know, I'd love to hang out with y'all. Too, oh yeah. Person, no, I'm, I, you know, I was clear to go in person. So I'm still a little hesitant. And actually one of my students contacted me today saying he was exposed, his, his mother tested for COVID and he was exposed over <sighs> the weekend what should he do? And I said, well, we have a policy that the university has a policy. It says you're supposed to mask up. You, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to isolate if you've just been exposed, which was a change from before. But I, I've told my class that, you know, if you were exposed, I would appreciate it if you also sat way far away from me. <laughs> Fair enough. How, how, do you have a, a big enough room when you're teaching? Yeah, in it that, that that's yeah, I'm picturing a, a big lecture hall, but I don't know how big of a... No, it's about a 30-person room. Uh, okay. 35, I think, is what it sits in tables. Sure, yeah. Now, in this particular class, I have eight students, and we actually... It's a seminar, um, and so I'll have him back behind where I, I kind of make a big U-shaped table, and we all mm-hmm. sit around it, and so I'll just have him... He'll be like probably 10, 12 feet away, and if he's wearing a mask, I'm actually not going to be... Yeah, drape some it. plastic. No. Uh, plastic... <sighs> curtain between the two of you that'll be good no i don't want to do that um <laughs> well the air so all our rooms have been certified to have sufficient airflow um mm. such that all the room air gets changed out every like 10 right, minutes right. or whatever it's required to, to do that and so i'm i'm feeling pretty good and and you know yeah. what i haven't had covid if i get covid i feel pretty confident uh i i, I won't kill over now at this point i think my <laughs> immune system is well. It's Don't fairly, it's fairly strong and robust compared to where it was. So, but anyway, so I, I feel you because yeah, it's yeah. still here, you know, uh, yeah. where you're yeah. encountering people and seeing things. And in fact, uh, I'm going to see my um, transplant doctor in, in October and I'm going to get confirmation. I I can get the new uh, COVID uh, booster. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, so. Proof for everybody. Oh, but you should check because you have. Yeah, I have to see if he yeah. wants me to get that. And yeah, yeah. A bunch of other things, because he had told me to hold off until something new came out that was approved. Right. And yeah. so now that it is, I, I'll just wait and ask him. And because I've had, um, I've had six COVID shots. To oh wow! Total so far. right. Okay. So I was getting them like every, yeah, every, every, frequently as much yeah, as yeah. As soon as I was allowed to get them, basically I'd get it to boost it. Right. Right. Um, yeah. 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 I have an appointment this week to get one oh, to get the new one on hopefully you. they have it i'm not 100 percent sure they will but yeah I, they're doing appointments so i got one um and yeah i've been like 
going to a lot of like basically a lot of like vet appointments and so just and you know people masking in there and whatnot but like i just right, like right. have that be my main <laughs> my only exposures if possible yes. you know and then so i can go to these vet appointments if you know for 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 reasons yeah. um uh yeah uh i don't know what i've what were we talking about <laughs> starfield oh, uh, starfinder yeah. oh about games playing uh scour yeah. stars so right. uh have you done any of the society play of the Scoured Stars at all? None of the Scoured Star stuff. I've really only run um, the ones that I've written, and then I've played one early, early one, like early on. Yeah, it is. I, I, I will tell you that I was not liking how disjointed the seasons were mm-hmm. because it, the Scoured Stars is such a great storyline, and then they would kind of bump around a whole bunch of different yeah. things. And so I think it's really cool now that have that all in one volume mm-hmm. yeah. and to build in transitions between things. Yeah, you know, I, to, I, I don't tighten it up. Fully know what Thirsty's done with it, but I know yeah, he's yeah. he was the lead on the project, so obviously it's going to be, right. you know, he all of his, you know, he was the lead on the original storyline as well. So, you know, he's he knows the Scourchar's stuff inside and out. So he'll know how to mm-hmm. do the transitions, however, but you know, I don't fully exactly know how he's doing it. Um, although I could probably sneak a peek, <laughs> sneak a peek at the file at some point, if just to see. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I didn't end up uh, playing any of that. So I'm yeah. curious. Yeah. I, was no, curious. I think, no, I think it'll be fun. And I played most of that in person too. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the, Oh, the big finale too is, was in this in a special at uh yeah i'm yeah, wondering so how that's that, gonna work yeah if that it'll be just sort of ported over straight or the if she's gonna like put some twists in how it yeah to make it feel like it's also you're like because i know the thing about specials being sort of like you're, you know you, you know you're kind of doing not the exact same thing as everybody else but just kind right. of like building up a pool of stuff and then something happens you know i've mm. been no, I did play one. I did play in one. Did I play in one? I can't remember if it was a special or if I was just playing a scenario. Um, but um, <laughs> I've been in the room when the specials yeah. have been happening a couple times, yeah. so I get the 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 ways of like uh, people flagging. You know, it's 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 pure controlled chaos, and I love it. And then something happens where there's a big well, the finale voiceover. for the Stellar, the Scour Stars, the special of the Starfinder specials that finale is the most cinematic Ooh. It was the coolest of them all. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. It's, I don't know if this is too much of it. Basically you have to go in and defeat a God. Mm. Oh so, yeah. I think I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Or something yeah, about so, how the scour stars or something. Yeah. So anyway, so that's, that's kind of really a, a, a really, really cool thing. It actually brings to mind, you know, they have had much more coherent stories since then mm-hmm. um, that I would imagine, I would think that they could do similar adventure paths out of them. I Though, mean, yeah, the Scouted Stars was a little bit longer because the first season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like uh, two seasons kind of, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 39, um, I think it was 39 scenarios, which is mm-hmm. a huge amount. Well, we were... For- 
at the beginning yeah. really pumping them out just because it was right right yeah to match yeah yeah, yeah. To sort of then it went just, over the year into a second year yeah yeah basically yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so but a lot of them weren't scoured stars though that's the other thing sure you know that yeah. was that was the kind of the initial premise behind you getting recruited and things like that right um, but that storyline scout stars didn't, didn't <clears throat> anyway it, it would be really cool to kind of see that, you know, even in on the Pathfinder side, quite frankly, you know, where they take a whole season um, and bind it up into an AP, especially mm-hmm. have newer people that showed up and maybe they didn't know what happened in the previous seasons and rather than go back and playing them because you got new stuff coming out, they yeah. play an AP that kind of catches you up. Yeah. Yeah. And the lore and everything. Oh, maybe they'll just do that for Starfinder too. Uh, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But, you know, for this season of Pathfinder and Starfinder Side, I'm just going to plug it right now, too. The, the Foundry VTT modules are are out now. I think you can even buy the package to... Then uh, it gets updated as they get released. But they're, you know, they're the usual oh. fa- fantastic stuff the Foundry does. They sort of remaster the maps a little bit. They yeah, do, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, some of them, at least the the one, the Pathfinder one has, has some sound added to it, uh, some sort right. of sound effects, and um, uh, you know, the, if you get the deluxe edition, you get the whole adventure. But if you already own the PDFs, you can just buy like a, a, a just the maps, basically, separate. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And is there a subscription for this? What you do is you can. It's not exactly a subscription. I think you just buy the package, and it updates as they get released. So it's, I think it's a one-time payment. uh, And then they just get like released. Here's like, here's the next one. You know, I, I don't like, you know, I could be wrong. I'm going to look into this because this would be, I I like foundry a lot, Mm -hmm. uh, but I find it's a little clunkier. Actually maps for me are the hardest part in putting the maps at foundry to get them lined up and scale properly. I know how to do that in roll 20 really well. But mm. if there's a one-time fee I can pay for Foundry, and then it just updates, not as I'm gonna have to look into that. Look that, into it, check into it. But I think it's just basically that sounds you too get good to be true. So what do you mean too good to be true? Um, All that stuff is great. No. Do we want to look it up now? I'm sort of looking it up right now. All right. <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see if it's on here. Uh, um, Foundry VTT. No, 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 one no, of no, two. No, no, so you, there's a fifty dollar thing you can buy. Oh, not that one. Um, we're looking. We're Deluxe looking. edition, full season, for one hundred and fifty dollars. One pay- time payment. It is all of the maps and all of the adventures, right? You don't have to buy the adventures again uh, through the PDF format. You mm-hmm. get everything. At least for the Pathfinder one, that's what that's what what's going. All on. right, I'll have to think about that. That seems a little bit because I I'm a super subscriber, so I get all the adventures for free. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the 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 yeah everything, and that's twenty. It's going to be twenty scenarios, so you know, obviously, right. that's a good. Right, right. Seven fifty. Yeah, so for one fifty for the the whole season, you said that's twenty. 
that's 20, 20 um, scenarios. That's going to be the 20 scenarios of the season. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that necessarily does include the special, but I assume that's part oh, of Oh, usually the, not. Usually you usually have to. Not. Okay. You, the special, yeah, the special, so. I don't, it's not part of, like, I'm a super subscriber. I mm-hmm. only get the special when I run it. Oh, uh, okay. Great. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. probably not then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there is, so, you know, 150 bucks, 20 seasons is about $7.50 each. But yeah, you can do, not- there's, they're not bad. But if you say so you're getting all the PDFs, you can yeah. just buy the, what's called the asset pack for 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. And that is all the fancy maps and fancy tokens for the, the, the creatures and what, you know, all the, all and the NPCs and all of the art and all the art. I mad. And is that, and that's already all loaded in up? Or It'll load it to- up in, but I mean, you have to press the buttons to say, import this adventure. Uh, and oh, it'll, it, then it'll load it all. It'll do that. Oh, okay. That's yeah, not, yeah. You don't that's, have to do much of anything. Then. Yeah. It's okay. Pretty good. So yeah. So if like you have the PDFs, it's like half as much. Yeah. Yeah. And it saves, I mean, just the time savings, you know? So basically if it's costing you five, four bucks per, I've, that's worth the time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you, I mean, you know, you, you, that's the plan. If you think you're going to run all 20 of them, right? Right, but right, right. No, even if I'm going to run five of them, it's it's worth, <laughs> it might be worth, worth it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. There's and um for at least for the Pathfinder ones because they Pathfinder one has that those that challenge point scaling. Right. Right. Oh, there's it a scales macro. Of- it, it scales it for you. There's a macro for it. You just press the button and then you put in the wow. points. I had to figure that out. I was doing. I was like, I don't quite because I'd never run the, some yeah, of the yeah, yeah, Pathfinder yeah. society stuff, and so I did it. And I was like, boop, and it was like, okay, blah blah blah, blah puts all the right grabs the right stat blocks and the right tokens and tells you, you know, puts them on the map for you. Oh, that, that, that is worth the price of admission right there. And it's got all the lights and the sound, any, any sort of sounds, you know, walls are built into the maps. So, so when, you know, you get the vision tokens, whatever. Right. And, so, and yeah. it sets the vision on the tokens, hopefully already automatically. Yeah. Yes. Unless you're doing Starfinder, So foundry Starfinder doesn't have that turned on. We, Vi- tokens having vision altogether was something we took us like 45 minutes to, to realize yeah, was yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I, I'm going to have to look into that. I'm, I'm probably going to start running a little bit more pathfinder is, is kind of Fair one enough. of my goals for, for coming up. Yeah, and, yeah. and I like foundry. I like pathfinder uh, second edition on foundry a lot. Yeah, It's real um, good. It's real nice. So it does a lot uh, of stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, great. When you're well, in I, there, when you're getting in there, just to sort of, I know, a little t- tip heads up, there's some things you want to turn on automatically, like automatically apply resistances is one thing that t- isn't always turned on automatically. Oh, okay. um, but, but there's, but everything else is kind of like built in distance penalties yeah. and flanking for all, you know, people being wow. confident. It's all, it's all in there. You never have to really do much. Um, and it's great. You don't and e- all the, even need all a the GM anymore. Well, you still need a jam to move everything around, and sometimes you have to apply some things manually. But it's yeah, yeah, turn on yeah. the sounds, but uh, or press the button that does the macro that changes the map. That, oh, there's some there's some real fun stuff in like the Abomination Vaults pre deluxe editions and stuff like that, where you just click a token and it the map layers go like the bridge collapses, boop, and the bridge actually collapses and there's a sound and it's sorry, I'm I'm gushing about Foundry, um, but that's why they asked me to run the the scenarios because I really like Foundry and I'm yeah very no, excited to, to work with them. Well, and, you know, I think, you know, thinking ahead, even to Starfinder 2nd Edition, I'm sure mm-hmm. they're going to have Foundry support right out the gate. 
I, if it integrates as you know, super easy, yeah. I'm sure Foundry is going to be more excited for, just as excited as everyone else for Starfinder to yeah. kind of run on the same chassis. They can just go boop, boop, and then like change a couple things uh, in terms right. of like add some traits or whatever. They already know how to do that. And every time something new comes out, it's like on Foundry almost right away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Well, we we've covered a lot of ground here. <laughs> sure, a light year's worth of information. Yeah. Well, it's been great. It's good catching up again. And uh, same with you. You know, looking forward to next time. We'll talk next time. Well, I'm John. And I'm Jason. And this has been Digital Divination.